All right. So, hi guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Catch Pro uh, podcast. I'm Olivia. I'm back with Yamina. Hi guys. Nice to have you back with us. Yeah, I know. It's uh, very exciting stuff. You know, we came back from a very long break last week. So we are, you know, consistently putting out more content for you guys. Um, for those who is just, this is just your first episode listening and, um, or for some of you to get a little recap about who we are. Um, my name is Olivia. I'm a health educator as, as well as Yamina. And we are health educators for HIV and hepatitis C for the CATCH program at Argus Community, which is Community Action to Combat Hepatitis C and HIV. Um, so essentially what we do is we test for HIV, hepatitis C. We do a lot of group sessions and confidential sessions on sexual health, mental health, tobacco cessation, as well as provide resources and other support services for anyone who's in need of something specific like that. So we do a lot of variety of things. And very recently since COVID hit, we have also been doing this podcast and we've also been doing a lot of webinars to provide sexual health and tobacco cessation. So um, if you are interested in that, you can always go on to our social medias or we have a link tree where you could register for our webinars, uh, catch our podcasts, catch um, any type of our social media for any of our updates and so on and so forth. And we also do remote testing still. We are still remote testing for HIV. So again, if you're interested in that, you could always contact us any of our social medias, our email, our phone number, stuff like that. We are still providing those services. So today we want to hit up on a important topic. Obviously, as we have mentioned previously in the past six months, wow, six months, um, COVID is obviously the biggest hitter topic of the year and probably we'll continuously talk about the long effects of it. But uh, one thing we want to talk about today was actually tobacco use and COVID-19. There have been some studies and people are you know, intrigued about is there a correlation between people who actually smoke or, you know, use tobacco and their chances of, you know, having, being at risk for COVID, which essentially what we will prove that, yes, you do have a chance uh, of getting at higher risk at COVID. And even at certain times, you could just put yourself at risk for transmitting it. So we are going to go talk about that today. So just to recap, what is COVID-19? Uh, because that's the big one, the coronavirus and COVID-19. Everyone's like, what does that actually mean? Everyone knows what it is, but what does it actually mean? So COVID-19 is a coronavirus. So the CO means corona, the VI means virus, and the D means disease. So, and it was discovered in 2019. That's why there's a 19. So hence, that's the COVID-19. And COVID-19 is caused by severe acute respiratory syndrome coronavirus, which is the one you've also might have seen uh, because a lot of people use it as interchangeable, but it's not. It's called SARS-CoV-2. Uh, That's what that comes from. So they're not the same thing. Just the COVID-19 is caused by that specific uh, syndrome coronavirus. So just to put that out there. Um, obviously, a lot of there's still always misinformation about COVID everywhere we go. So we are just trying to give you the facts and just to kind of differentiate how you'll see it because a lot of people have been using that trying to be more scientific when in reality it's not true so um COVID-19 is a novel virus which means that it's never been identified before that's why there's 19 attached it is so new 
and it is also asymptomatic, which everyone keeps throwing around. So asymptomatic means absolutely no symptoms. So people will not know that they have been exposed to COVID-19 unless someone they know what, that they were with has been tested or when they actually do start to get symptoms. So this is why it has spread so quickly to other people that some people don't even know if they had it or not. Um, and so on because of how asymptomatic it is. And it doesn't depend on, you know, a two week period. A lot of people's immune systems do, or, or they, everyone's immune systems are different. So there's always a change in the way our body is. So you could get symptoms very early on compared to one person who could actually get them in like three weeks. It's just the way our immune system fights off uh, viruses. So again, it's very asymptomatic. That's why it's spread so quickly. Um, from what we have seen, obviously, that it's ex extremely infectious. So it is an airborne disease. That's why leading up to the asymptomatic. So you don't even know you have it. And then you go on to having it being an airborne disease. That's why it's just spread like wildfire. And what I mean by airborne disease is that, you know, it's spread through coughing, it's spread through spitting, it's spread through talking, uh, singing even. So that's why um, the whole thing with the mask, the mask thing is probably the best prevention for COVID-19 because it covers your nose and it covers your mouth where it causes from every time you talk, you do have some sort of spit in the air or, you know, coughing or sneezing. And that is why they, you are recommended to wear a mask when you go out because that's how it's transmitted is through spit. There is no vaccine. There is no cure as of right now. Um, obviously we are literally in a race to get a vaccine. It feels like this is our like space race type of thing because every country is putting in multitudes of money into one vaccine. Some, uh, some industries like ourselves in the United States have done multiple uh, vaccine trials and other experiments. So everyone's just trying to get a vaccine. And I actually heard recently that one of the UK ones is in its third and final phase of it. So this is some good news. Um, but you know, vaccines take a very long time. We also have to mention that. Um, there's so many procedures. Like I said, it's the third and final phase of that one. So there's still a lot that can happen in the final phase. So we can't just be like, oh, we're going to get a vaccine soon. Hopefully we do, but it takes a lot of time. There's a lot of science in it. And if they just put it out there without any, just quickly, they find a cure and that's it. They can't necessarily do that because it's going to do a lot more harm than good. So, you know, these things take time. So just remember, Prevention, the best way right now is to wear a mask out and to social distance. As of right now, I think there's what, like 23.7 million cases in the world? Well, so it's, it's crazy. And out of that, 5.7 million cases in the United States. I think there's more since the last time I checked. So there's that. <laughs> just putting that, that, that I said before, how people don't really realize that. People always see just specific numbers. They're like, oh, it's not that much, but it is. It is a lot. Um, and as of right now, New York has, I think, less than 1%, which is great because considering we came from a very, very different, different way of life in March and April and May. So, you know, seeing that we have less than 1% of people testing positive and there's not, you know, people aren't getting really hospitalized over it. It's absolutely incredible from what we've come from. So, and that's all to us, you know, social distancing everything kind of closing and, you know, again, the masks. And just so I could quickly do another less, uh, quickly recap this recap of COVID. Um, 
There's a lot of symptoms for COVID, obviously fever, chills, cough, shortness of breath, difficult breathing, muscle aches, uh, body aches, fatigue, uh, loss of uh, taste, loss of smell, sore throat, congestion, a runny nose, nausea, vomiting, or diarrhea. And I list all these because, you know, you're going to have one, sometimes you're going to have one and not the other. Like not everyone's going to get every single one of these symptoms. And I think that needs to be seen because a lot of people are like, oh, if I don't have a fever, then I don't have COVID. It's not true. You could still have COVID and not have a fever. And especially since, like I said, everyone's immune systems are different. COVID is going to affect your body a lot differently than another person. And that's with a lot of environmental factors as well. So when I say, when we talk about higher risk COVID, we're not necessarily like you're at a higher risk of transmitting. It is that you're a higher risk of getting a, you know, a, a, a severe case of COVID. And mm-hmm. so I mentioned that before, like the higher risk community. Um, what does that necessarily mean? Again, it means that you're more likely to have a severe case based on the conditions you have as an individual. So that goes into old age. The older you get, your immune system weakens. So that's why you tend to uh, be more in a category of at risk than you know someone who's you know in college. They've seen a lot of the in college students. They are not being hospitalized. They're mostly a, a lot of them are quarantining in their houses, in their apartments, and dorms because um, their cases aren't as severe because they're younger. They don't have immune compromise. Most of them. I should say, not everyone. Most college-age students don't have immune, uh, suppression diseases or any type of symptoms like that. So if you are an old, someone who is older of age, you are tend to be more higher at risk. One is underlying medical conditions, which is, you know, cancer, chronic kidney disease, uh, COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, sickle cell disease, type 2 diabetes, and asthma, liver disease. And the one we're going to talk more about today is smoking. Smoking because of the effects that it does on your body, you are more likely to get a high risk and you mean we'll go more into the smoking use and COVID. So in regards to COVID, um, individuals older adults, they just by their age, they might not have an underlying medical condition and they they might not be smokers, but they're still at risk for COVID and the effects of COVID because of their age. Now, if they were um, middle-aged, well, that we see now a lot of middle-aged, 30s, 40s um, individuals that may have an underlying condition and get COVID, they're at higher risk for getting COVID. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm trying to put they pinpoint and not everyone is the same. Not everyone right. has the same symptoms. The same thing with smoking. So an individual may not be old, may not be at the age bracket, but because they're smoking, they have a higher risk of COVID. So you can be in your 20s and 30s and not have an underlying condition, but you're smoking, you're at risk for COVID and the effects of COVID. Because when you smoke, it affects your lungs, it affects your respiratory, your respiratory system and so on and so on. So everyone is different. Everyone has different um, conditions, whether they're smoking, non-smoking, whether they have an underlying condition or not, or whether they um, over the age bracket. So specifically with smoking, as I stated, smoking leads to um, issues with your uh, respiratory system. 
a lot of individuals can have COPD from smoking. They can have liver, um, lung disease. They can have different types of um, comorbidities, underlying health conditions due to smoking. And that puts you at even higher risk if you get COVID that you can um, ultimately be affected by COVID. Not necessarily for everyone, being that everyone might not have the same underlying conditions, but if you get COVID and you already have one or the other and you're smoking, you can have a chance of um, being really infected by COVID-19. One of the things that I tell myself um, as a former smoke a smoker is to make sure that I wear a mask, um, mask outside, make sure I bring hand sanitizer to the places I go to because I used to smoke very recently. So I stopped smoking, but I still have the effects of the smoke, the effects of the smoking that caused to my lungs. So I can still be at this for COVID and the underlying conditions that COVID can do to my body. So that's one way of looking at it. Um, your immune system. Um, we had, I had a conversation with an older gentleman that's been smoking for a very long time and he doesn't have a, 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 a compromised immune system and he doesn't have any underlying conditions. And his doctor says that he's fairly healthy for his age. And that's a good thing. Um, he might be a, he's a smoker. He, he's not at any risk for any other underlying conditions maybe due to his health and whatever lifestyle that he's living, that he's, he feels that he's okay and that he might not get sick from COVID, that might not be the same for the same person that's going through the same thing that he has. So um, going through the same thing that, he, that he's going through. So if he's a, if this, the two of the same people are smokers and they don't have any underlying health conditions, but they might have a different type of immune system, one, person can get more infected or more affected by COVID than the other, just by that slight immune system difference. I have a, I have a question on that, on that uh, yes. person. So you said that he has a very healthy immune system, even though he smokes, right? But from what my understanding of it, is it, if he does contract COVID, isn't it I feel like because COVID is a big, it's a respiratory disease and that affects your lungs, even regardless of what you do smoke from what I've learned. And like, especially when we've been doing tobacco cessation is that you smoking still um, affects your breathing affects and your difficult your breathing. Yeah. So it would it be safe to say that even if he does get it, even though he has a healthy immune system, it's still going to affect his lungs because he already has that difficult, he, his breathing is probably, not as good as someone who doesn't smoke, correct? Smoke. Would it still affect his lung? That's because that's interesting because I so do find it interesting. Behind that, so the science, because I had asked him the same questions too. Yeah. So the science behind that is because he feels what his doctor has told him, because that's a specific individual, and he has his doctor and what his doctor um, has spoken with him about in regards to his health, um, having no underlying conditions and having smoked for a very long time, he said that his doctor feels that he's in, um, really, um, 
I, I, I would say how he put it. He's in very good health. That's how he okay. put it. He's in very good for him. So me assuming I can tell him, you know, and, and an assumption, if you smoke for 20 to 30 years and you still, um, your doctor says you still have, you know, good health, the difference between COVID is that it can affect you. Uh, it can affect right. you in a slightly different way because you've been smoking for so long. Right. And, I, and I went on to tell him that even though it's, it's just an assumption. I'm not a physician. I, I, right. I, I can't diagnose him with COVID or, you know, with his smoking habits and what, what underlying conditions that he may arise from COVID and smoking. But I can tell him there might be a, a risk factor because you smoke so long. Just because of the smoking, the, the COVID-19 can affect you differently. So that was right. my... Um, I was my pitch towards him in regards to being safe and like um, being safe in the manner of, you know, if you're going to continue smoking, definitely make sure that you are doing the safe precautions in regards to COVID-19. Mm-hmm. No, that type of, right. that type of, but I had to explain to him, not everyone is the same. Not mm-hmm. everyone has the same um, aspects of living aspects and living lifestyle that he does that they might, you know, they might have a different outcome. So right. to say, so yeah. like I said, I can't, I can't tell him. Oh no, you know your doctor's wrong. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, even if you smoke, it still causes some. I, I can't be the one to judge him. So I just gave him an assumption of, you know, if you, if you did smoke for so long, you may have um, a risk of being affected by COVID nineteen. I implore you to speak to your doctor more in the situation, so on and so on. And that's what we can do. You know, that's, that's all we can do as health educators is just give right. the information to them and see how and what they do with the information. So the risk factors for older adults, specifically, not even older adults, the whole age range of smokers, any individual who smokes, whether it be cigarettes whether it be um uka whether it be vaping mm-hmm. any type of inhaling smoke affects your lungs and we've learned this yeah we've learned any type of inhaling any chemicals affects your lungs so if it affects your lungs it's affecting the respiratory system and if you were to get infected or affected by covid19 it can do some harm to your respiratory system, even more harm than just smoking alone. Right. And we also have to think um, as people who smoke marijuana or smoke weed. Um, yes. Again, yes. like I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, because it's natural. There's such a big pro marijuana movement that we have um, now going on um, that a lot of younger adults do smoke weed. And or, you know, you know, take the EpiPens, do all these types of things, they're still at risk of, you know, getting a severe case, like I said, because smoking regardless, like Yamina said, regardless mm-hmm. of what you're smoking, it affects your lungs. Like, especially if you're an avid weed smoker, if you smoke a lot of weed, like every day, your your lung span and how your lungs function doesn't doesn't function as properly as someone who doesn't smoke. I think that's a lot of things that people also kind of just leave off the table because, oh, because it's not tobacco. 
you know, it's not that harmful, but it does, you have, it does cause a lot of damage to your lungs, lungs because of the smoke, you're breathing in smoke in and out. And that's not what Mm -hmm. our bodies are are really made for. So, so just to also put that in mind, you are again at more of a risk of not only contracting it because a lot of weed some is shared and stuff like that Mm -hmm. you touch a lot of things um but also being at kind of uh putting yourself at a higher risk because if you get a disease that is a respiratory disease affecting your lung like you're gonna have some long-lasting damage individuals who have to wear oxygen for copd asthma Mm -hmm. um any lung disease any type of respiratory disease you are at higher risk of of complications due to COVID-19 and even if you're not a smoker yourself you can be living you can get secondhand smoke secondhand smoke is also a risk factor if you live with someone who's a constant smoker or is constantly smoking around you or things of that nature you also are at risk yeah and I and you know, I'm I'm glad that we were mentioning all these type of scenarios that you're at risk because it isn't just you know pre-existing conditions because regardless of not if you're you know like I said we mentioned with older the as the older you get the weaker your immune system is and that usually also comes with a theory that you know you do get long-lasting you know cancer you get kidney diseases you get all these diseases later in life which isn't necessarily always accurate. You know, young people do have, um, there's a lot of people who are immunocompromised who are in like an 1824 bracket and they're going out and stuff like that, but you don't really know it at all until, you know, you get COVID. And then all of a sudden you have such a severe case that you're hospitalized and then you find out that you're, you have such a suppressed immune system. So it's, the thing is about COVID is that you don't, no one really knows how good their immune, immune system is system until, is. you know, yes. this happens, unfortunately. So it is important to note that like, um, anyone really can get a severe case. Fortunately, a lot of the people on college campuses, um, haven't really been hospitalized, which is good mm-hmm. because is good. as we progress through it, that means that, you know, people are, you know, staying indoors as quickly as possible. They're getting tested mm-hmm. and, you know, getting the, uh, remdesivir. So that's also fortunate for us that there isn't, you know, that many hospitalizations, but we could see like, it is obviously a different demographic it's, it's younger adults and, um, going into that, we're going to talk more about, uh, how smoking also what I found interesting with smoking itself is that you are at risk for even transmitting it, which I meant to mention before. Yeah, so found yes. very interesting because I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't know that until we started researching this. Um, so the risk itself is a lot higher because just smoking, just uh, again, like so we talked about the immunosystem, uh, immune uh, immune system, it weakens your immune system. Like tobacco mm-hmm. weakens your immune system, and it also you know just increases and always like we talked about, it'll increase your viral lung and throat infection. So it, it kind of inhibits the body's response to these types of infections. So you're more likely to contract it that way because your body isn't just, not only is your body um, going to have you get a like, severe case, but it also just in general from transmitting it and contracting it, your body really mm-hmm. can't protect it, fight it off enough to actually not get it. So 
So like that. And also the, just the physical act of bringing your fingers to your lips. Like you fingers, don't, like people, a lot of people lips. don't wash their hands. Yes. And the smoking, the blowing of smoke, when you blow out smoke, you're, you're blowing out particles from your right. mouth into the air. So you're putting people at risk if you have or, or asymptomatic or have COVID-19. When you, when you blow into the air, you're putting your surroundings at risk. Yeah. Right. So a lot of people don't, I think people just don't see that because we always talk mm-hmm. about, you know, spitting, talking, coughing, but like, no, like people don't see that. Like even when you talk, you're putting out particles in the air. So let's think about smoking. Smoking, you're still doing that. You're still contract. You have a, you have a higher risk of contracting it. So I think this is also, right. You're still touching other objects. Yes. The car in the lighter, the cigarette. Right. Or the hookah. Right. And the hookah, that's different things. You're putting yourself at risk. Yeah. And especially with the hookah, you're sharing, you know, Like, I know we said sharing is caring at such a young age, but not right now. Not right now. now. You know? So I I thought that was very interesting to mention because a lot of people don't see it as that and how it's transmitted. But there's so so much that the media has shown us that there's not, like, not enough information. They're kind of recycling, like, 50% accurate information. So we're trying, we've done the research. (laughs) We are trying to give you the accurate information here. Yes. And when it comes to the CDC, they have the most updated accurate information. Mm-hmm. It is unwise to um, think that the, C- the CDC will be falsifying um, any type of information or any type of, of research or numbers because the CDC has been around for a very long time and they have done their work, they have done their research, they have done the numbers plenty of times before for them to compromise their prior history and their prior research with what's going on with COVID-19 is unfathomable. Un- how you say that word? Unfathomable? Unfathomable. Imaginable. Unfathomable. Oh, yeah. Imaginable, okay. <laughs> to pronounce it. It's unimaginable. Um, yeah. So please continue to to do your research and um, go to trusted sources such as the CDC, such as the New York State Department of Health or any Department of Health in your county and just do your own research if you're more interested in regards to smoking and and tobacco tobacco smoking and COVID-19. Right, because in all honesty, like I, a lot of people do get their information from, you know, like news outlets, like CNN, like Fox, like NBC, they're not really giving you accurate information because it's a media coverage. So they're mm-hmm. kind of just giving you information that you want to hear or like mm-hmm. stuff like that. They're kind of pushing out narratives to kind of a whole thing with the media, but really do your research. Like the CDC, they do have accurate information about COVID. They are scientists, public health officials, doctors, medical professions that have been on the ball since this was discovered and since came came here. So you really, they do have the most accurate information and a lot of people discredit them, especially since they have been going back on their word from the beginning. But this is so new. Like I mentioned before, it's a novel virus. So Mm -hmm. no one knew, no one knows anything about it until 
we have to really fully discover it and, you know, get into the nitty gritty and research it. And there was only a map, like it wasn't that much time. So you, they could have said, oh, just wear a mask and it'll be fine. But then it got a lot worse and then they can go back to it, like go back on their word because they had the research to back what they claim now. So I think we should also put that out there, but you know, we have to keep in mind it was, it's a novel virus. So no one knew anything about it. No one. <laughs> it's so new. It barely came out. Like they barely discovered it a year ago. So just yeah. putting that out there, the information. So to yeah. understand that the CDC is okay. They are researching, uh, you know, having the evidence and the research yeah, to improve now their situation. Yeah. And they're currently researching um, individuals who are only tobacco smokers who don't have right. any, um, any conditions who have contracted COVID. They're currently doing those type of researches as we speak because it's so new. Because yeah. there hasn't been any research done before. That's so any information that's out there now is very current in regards to smoking and tobacco because it's so new. And um, the, within the next couple of months and ongoing, there's going to be more research that tells, right. that tells us how, how in depth, how really it affects um, our lungs and our immune system when individuals are smokers. So hopefully we will get that information out they will get that information out sooner than later, but it all takes time because it's an ongoing thing. Like Olivia said, they're ongoing on the research and everything that has to do with COVID. Right. Yeah, no. And this is, we're just putting out the research that they have now that is evidence-based and backed. So you guys can understand it too, as well, because again, like they're just starting to do research on smoking use. And I think they noticed it around, like I want to say in April or May of, mm -hmm. of how smokers are being affected by it. And especially in China, they were already doing research on it at the same mm -hmm. time. And they noticed that smokers were two times like four, like more likely to be hospitalized than non-smokers were. No. So there were just certain general claims and then they kind of had to research and see what was going on. But, mm -hmm. um, I think, you know, really the best way for this, and I know a lot of people, we've been going through this for six months. Um, if you're someone who doesn't smoke, if you're someone who, you know, it has an immunocompromised disease or any type of uh, a situation like that, if you are of old age, if you are young, the best way is to wear a mask and always have extra masks on you. Properly wash your hands, because again, that was one of the biggest things that kind of helped spread this go around was people weren't washing their hands. So again, wash for 20 seconds, warm water and soap. Don't forget the soap. Go up to your elbows because that's, you use your hands, your, your hands are your most powerful tools on your body because you use them every day and you use them every second. As I'm doing this, as I'm waving my hands around, you know, so you really have to wash them. And, you know, I'm glad, uh, before COVID, there weren't, wasn't that many people washing their hands, which is unfortunate, you know, especially in the United States. And that's how we know. That's how it spread. <laughs> so just wash your hands. If you think 20 seconds is too much, sing a song. Um, you know, everyone sings the ABCs, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. Mm -hmm. But you could also jazz it up if you want to, you can't get this chorus yeah. out of your head. Sing along to it and get into it because you just mm -hmm. got to wash your hands. <laughs> and if you're not here... 
Yeah. If you're not near one, hand sanitizer is nice, but make sure that it is 60% out of alcohol mm -hmm. and is a disinfectant because mm -hmm. it can't be, it, it's not going to do anything yes. if it doesn't. And it's never too late to quit smoking. Um, yes, never there's too late. Plenty of ways to quit to quitting smoking. Um, this makes some replacement therapy, avoiding triggers, delaying smoking, getting physical, practicing relaxation techniques, calling for reinforcement. We go into detail in regards to tobacco sensation in our webinars on mm -hmm. Tuesday at um at two and six o'clock. Um, right. Our whole webinar on Tuesdays for the next couple of weeks, couple of weeks will be on um, tobacco sensation. Please join us. Get more information on ways to quit smoking, on history of tobacco um, use, tobacco history products. of tobacco products, um, history of tobacco in general, and what tobacco smoking causes on the United on medical conditions that alone smoking can cause an individual. So please come and join us on our webinars Tuesdays at 2 and 6 p.m. Yes, thank you so much. Um, it was wonderful to talk and thank you so much for less, letting us letting us talk. Thank you. Um, and we'll see you next week. So hopefully um, you do join us for some of our webinars. We also have um, Again, our podcast, you can always listen to our other episodes back on this platform that you are listening to this podcast and all of our social media so you can follow that and it'll be on our link below. So thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank Stay safe. Guys. And Have a good uh, we'll see you guys later. Day. Bye. Thanks.